0: Three ways, three opinions, three points of view, one discussion. Warning, what you are about to experience is not your ordinary podcast. It contains heated discussions, all sorts of points of view, and the participation of three highly informed experts on the topic. Hello, and welcome back to the Three Ways Podcast. Uh, I'm Joaquin Gomez, your host, and today is the May 20th, and I'm here here with Gil González in Toronto, Mexico. Uh, and we're here to talk about marriage and the LGBTQ rights. So how are you doing, Gil?
1: Hi Joaquin, thank you for getting me here. Well, yeah, uh, we we're talking about marriage, about how it has come a long way since it started to be um, like a thing. You may think people just love each other, and after a while, they decide to sign a paper and get married. But it really is more and more than that. Uh, a lot of people in relationships have marriage as the ultimate goal, um, since being married is what makes a relationship, air guess, truly official. However, some people have been excluded from marrying who they love, especially in minority groups. Like- so
0: they're basically saying that they don't have the right, or like that society pushed them to, like, not love who they want to love.
1: So, like, they love who they want to love, but they, they are kept from the right to marry.
0: So they cannot, like, achieve that goal that every couple has. Exactly. Of, like, getting married and
1: establishing a
0: serious relationship.
1: Yeah, especially minority groups, like okay. African-Americans and people with different sexual orientations mm-hmm. having, having trouble getting their um, unions recognized. Okay. Thankfully, over time and after a lot of fighting for the chance, we have seen some progress on this topic
0: and so
1: what happened in before 1967 so before 1967 interracial couples were not allowed to marry um those relationships were front open and not officially nor commonly recognized okay. it was like a taboo okay you do not have an international inter sorry interracial relationship however in 1958 um, there was a couple, um, chart Loving and Mildred Jetter, mm-hmm. they were from Virginia okay, and they were arrested. Um, Why? They were accused of interracial marriage. You're kidding. It was a crime. So they had a choice for their sentence, they could either spend a year in jail or leave the state of Virginia for 25 years. What? Yeah. They chose to go, um, well, it wasn't really a choice, but they moved to Washington and they miss their families. So, they, so basically what I'm understanding is that they portray love
0: as... Like if you love someone who the government doesn't want you to love, you get a punishment,
1: even though you love them? Uh-huh. It, love was regulated, I guess. Okay. Mm-hmm. But they, they, um, when they were in Washington, they miss their families and their friends. And they wrote a letter um, to U.S. Attorney General Robert F. Kennedy. Mm-hmm. they were asking him for assistance and they he referred them to the American Civil Liberties Union okay um that was an association that agreed to take their case and the case was a good one it it made it all the way up to the United States Supreme Court in April 1967 okay and did it like did something did it work did like
0: did they remove the punishment from them
1: well, it was a long way, and after a lot of fighting, according to researchers at history.com, okay. the argument that uh, used against their conviction was that the Virginia statute, which prohibited international marriage, was illegal under the 14th Amendment oh. to the Constitution. We so they got to win? Yeah. Um, okay. Like, the 14th Amendment to the Constitution, which warranties all citizens' due process and equal protection under the law, um, they found it was Actually, violating that amendment. Okay. So finally, in June 1967, the Supreme Court uh, found that indeed the, the article was in violation of the Fourteenth Amendment, and it was said that since Virginia's anti-miscegenation law was declared his on constitution unconstitutional. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Supreme Court effectively ended prohibitions on interracial marriage. Okay. And. The, all, all, finally all in the country um, people were now able to get married regardless of their race so really like their fight
0: like got a lot of people the opportunity to marry who they wanted yeah to?
1: thanks to that couple and it's it, well, well we can talk about it but um, they were the ones responsible for like interracial marriage um, being all other states so it was Virginia and a handful of other conservative states that Prohibited that, and thanks to their case, it was open. Okay, well, I'm going to stop you there
0: to go to a commercial break, but uh, we'll continue with what happened to the same sex couples at this time. Sure. So, we'll see you soon. Oh no! Little Timmy's got hold of a marker pen! My wall looks like a coloring book! What am I gonna do? Flash! Ah! Cleans up the impossible! Wow, he's really
1: made a mess! It's a
2: pain but we won't stress In the Hulk is drawn over roll On the wall lots of scrolls but we can clean this up
1: Flash magical Eraser, we love you Flash! Ah, clean's
0: up
2: the impossible
0: Hello and we're back So, as I said when we were going to the commercial break uh, he, What was happening to the same-sex couples at this time? Did the same apply to them? Did they punish them if they marry each other or? Well,
1: um, sadly, um, the interracial marriage had nothing to do with um, same-sex couples so far. But actually, um, Loving's v. Virginia case had an impact later on. Okay. Uh, well, they, they were still not able to marry um, when interracial marriage was approved. OK. And I'm, I'm going to get a little bit deeper into that, but just let me tell you a story. Um, There was this same-sex couple jack baker and michael mcconnell who were trying to figure out how to get married okay since minnesota's they live in minnesota yeah uh, the the marriage status did not mention gender uh, at the time in 1972 Mm -hmm. so they tried to exploit that loophole to get married okay they went as far as getting a marriage license okay a lot of other people were also inspired by the civil rights movement and many same-sex couples had ceremonies and tried the same thing during the 1970s. Okay. Like, they were inspired by Loving the Virginia. It was really part of the inspiration. And how did the government saw this? Or, like, did they pay any attention? And, well, um, Baker and McConnell could not get their marriage recognized by the state. So they, they got the, their license.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But um, when they found... found when they found out it was a man and a man, uh, they took it away. Okay. Uh, but but a lot of people tried the same, like as in protest, and they were inspired by by the case of Loving B. Virginia. It, it was the same desire to express love and commitment between two equal partners. Mm-hmm. So it was about like not banting privileges of gender or racial or sexual orientation, like the here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a lot of years will have to pass in order for them to finally have their union recognized. So. As some individual states began to issue marriage licenses to same-sex couples, Mm -hmm. uh, there were still laws like the Defense of Marriage Act, which which excluded them from benefits.
0: And were these laws uh, created by the government or the
1: society? The Defense of Marriage Act uh, was created by the federal government, and it excluded uh, same-sex couples from benefits as it defined marriage as a relationship between one man and one woman. Okay. Um, it was, like, the purpose of it was exactly excluding them from marriage. Okay. Uh, but, uh, society, it, like, there was different uh, people who, like, individual states, some already recognized uh, unions between same-sex couples, but the benefits from the federal government were still prohibited from... So,
0: marriage. if I am, if I am understanding the correct way, some states, like, allowed people to get married but they couldn't get the benefits of a real married couple because of the federal government. Sure,
1: yeah, like the, and even if you get married like in a state, one of those states that actually recognized the unions, and if you wanted to get married in, you already got married, and yeah. you went to your home state, yeah. which did not recognize same-sex legal relationships, they go, like the, the government allowed them not to recognize your relationship. So it was like unvalued. That's really awful. Mm-hmm. So the, like, the, the federal government ever, uh, was prohibited from recognizing same-sex legal relationships entered into states that recognized them. Okay. And they had their, each states had their own um, Defensive Marriage Act laws to mm-hmm. not recognize same-sex unions from other states.
0: So you could say that they were, like you can compare this to, like the federal government did the laws, then the states did their own laws, to Mm -hmm. like to protect same sex couples or to exclude them or to exclude them but there were also some rules in society that like prohibit them them from having like a
1: sex same sex uh, marriage well society was uh some some laws are based on what society thinks or so and some aren't okay but um these uh, were somehow based on on what was going on in different states at the time. Okay. But um, in 2013, the Supreme Court uh, found parts of the Defense of Marriage Act unconstitutional. Yeah. And until 2015, it was recognized that same-sex couples have access to the same marriage rights as everyone does. got <laughs> Well, and actually the Loving v. Virginia case helped in a way pave the way for same-sex marriage because the arguments used to prove the case were similar. Okay. So. Like,
0: it, I I I like found it incredible how a case that happened like a long time ago and that had maybe like a different approach to maybe the same top the same topic uh, as marriage mm-hmm. can affect and like can, uh, like take part in another case
1: in two thousand fifteen in modern day. Yeah. Well, the thing is, everything is based on the constitution and. The abandoned same-sex marriage was found to violate the equal protection provisions in the 5th and 14th Amendment okay. to the United States Constitution, um, which were the same ones that were being violated by the Virginia statute that prohibited interracial marriage. Okay. Um. These equal protection laws, pro- provisions, forbid any law with which which will treat any recognized class or classes of persons differently from any other persons. Yeah. And that's why... Um, Marriage has come a long way from where it, where it was to yeah. where it is now um the marriage freedom is now um greater. like
0: do you think that we still have a long way coming for like talking about marriage and how we can accept that, or are we done with the fighting for like same se- same sex or like you can marry anything you want anyone
1: well, marriage is already done there yeah. like same sex couples can already marry in any state. Okay. But there's a lot of there's a lot of things to be done by uh, with the LGBTQ people rights. Yeah. Um. Because they still struggle to get decent protection under U.S. law, not only in marriage but in a lot of things.
0: And what things have been done about
1: it? Well, um, recently an act to change this was introduced. It is called uh, because the cuts of civil rights history wow. show that civil rights laws are effective in decreasing discrimination. Yeah the Equality Act uh, was reintroduced in March of this year so it was not it is not the first time it mm-hmm. was been introduced but the Equality Act is intended to explicitly include sexual orientation and gender identity in fundamental law
0: and like before this whole thing happened what what
1: was the story of this act well um, the this act was first tried to be passed a long time ago but it did not have the support is required. Okay. Um, but the th- the thing is, this act wants to modify other laws so that they include that definition of sexual orientation, like the prohibition from discriminating yes. according to that um, in public spaces and services that are federally funded. Okay. And um, these things, like the housing act, everything. Yeah. Should include that um, definition. So yeah. So
0: you like. It's not only men or women, but also like transsexual, like the whole LGBT community. Exactly.
1: The LGBTQ people will, because
0: f- will finally be afforded. And I think that, like, uh, really interrupting you, like, that this is a really good topic to talk about because in the Constitution, you can interpret a lot of things. So if, this ne- if these people aren't recognized in the Constitution, maybe they are not taken in account. And a lot of people can use that in their advantage.
1: Exactly, that's why the Equality Act was reintroduced, mm-hmm. so they are stated specifically there, okay. and that they will be afforded the exact same protections as other covered characteristics under federal law, okay. once, once it's passed. Yeah. But, um, it is an adaptation from a bill that was presented in 1974, okay. and it was only reintroduced until 2015. Are you kidding But, wait, th- that's not the worst part. As of now, the United States of America does not have any non-discrimination laws for LGBTQ people.
0: What? I mean, like... I cannot believe this. Like, you have anti-discriminatory acts and laws against, like, African-Americans and races, Which but, are very
1: hard to get to.
0: Yeah. And not, like, genders and sexual
1: preferences. No. If this bill happens to be passed into law, it will be the first one. Oh my god, this is unbelievable.
0: <laughs> and I have a big question. Uh, what about people? What happens to people that are working like, in a government department or are part of like, the government such as like, the military or some other branch? Like, does these rules apply to them or how is the government treating these people that are working for the actual government or for the country?
1: Well, we people are everywhere. The yeah. military is no exception. Okay. But the, it is the government who decides who shall be permitted or required to serve in the U.S. military. And under what conditions? Yes. So the the LGBTQ people in the military have been treated differently all over the years. Um, the decisions taken according to that um usually reflect society's attitudes toward minority groups. Yes. Um. Uh, historically, the military did not officially exclude or discharge homosexuals from its ranks, unless they were caught. Air on the act.
0: So, like, if they don't show who they are. You don't do anything, but if they start
1: to, like, it, express it, themselves... It can be known, but unless they are caught, like, having sex. Okay. The, the, that, that's how it used to be. Okay. But um, soon after the U.S. was... It used to be like that before the World War Two. Okay. But then sci- psychiatric screening became introduced. And in the recruitment process, they used to do, like, a psych screening. Okay. And instead of prohibiting homosexual behavior that that's how it used to work now the military eliminated homosexual persons so they were not able to serve
0: so if like if you like so like if you don't have the same like sexual preference as someone in the military like you like men uh, they like women uh, you are homosexual they are heterosexual you cannot serve in the army
1: that was what happened when the like, sex screening was introduced but now, as with everything, things only happen when they benefit those who do it, right? Yeah. So, when there were soldiers shortage, they were missing people. Gay people were allowed to serve.
0: Okay, so it was like just to benefit them. They, they Like, it was, okay, we have uh, a decent amount of soldiers, you can be in the army. But when we have, like, we don't have soldiers, hey, come on, we invite you. Yes. We are tolerable. Like exactly. I mean, that's really hypocritical. Sure,
1: yes. And after the war ended, and extra soldiers were not longer needed, around 1981, they declared homosexuality was incompatible with military service. And they discharged a lot of servants. So not only did they wait for them to need them, when once they did not longer need them, they just discarded of them. And I mean,
0: we also have, I think that we also have to look at this not only, but like, as you're working for your country and it's your right, and everything and everything but it's also a job like people live from this they people have families that live from this so I think that it, it is really like unfair for people to do this
1: yeah thankfully there was a policy introduced um, I mean I think it's called the, the don't ask don't tell policy it was introduced by President Clinton oh we have an expert on that so Hill thank you for coming Thank you. For I'll see being you next time. Here.
0: And we have Danny Rios, who is Hi. an expert on the Don't tell, don't Ask, Don't Tell policy.
2: Yes, hello.
0: So, Danny, what can you tell me more about this policy?
2: Well, the Don't Ask, Don't Tell policy, it was created during Bill Clinton's presidency. Okay. And it allowed gays, lesbians, and bisexuals to serve in the U.S. military without the fear of being, like, witch hunt. Okay. As long as they so,
0: didn't... So this was, like, good?
2: Well... Like, their intention was supposedly good, kind okay. of, but if you think about it, it kind of wasn't. Why? Because... Well, many people consider it oppressive.
0: But, Be- like, so, like, this policy just said to them, like, okay, you can enter the army?
2: Uh-huh. If you're gay? As, no, as long as you don't
0: talk about it. Ah, like, so you uh-huh, couldn't talk about uh-huh, it?
2: Uh-huh, like, not mentioning anything. Oh, I didn't because notice. Because, like, like, he said before... They thought that it would affect the way the soldiers work together, like their teamwork.
0: Okay, but like this is really... like This isn't just like... you your in the army and you can express who you are, you uh-huh. can be who you are.
2: Uh-huh. I mean,
0: that's really unfair.
2: Yes, I, I agree. And before its creation, well, the LGBT part was completely banned from the military. Okay. But it was repealed in 2011, by President obama and he started allowing everyone to serve like okay. they, could not, they could not discuss their sexuality and so their like
0: now we're making progress
2: uh-huh but wait uh, Trump, Trump like you know he he's very
0: yeah controversial politician right?
2: uh-huh well he recently implemented a ban on transgenders like on the on the from really? serving on the military yes
0: so like They are banned from the military. Uh So we are back like we were. Yes. I mean, like, I don't understand this.
2: Yes, me me neither. And
0: how how did people took this?
2: Well, there's also been a lot of controversy about this, you know. But the argument that Trump uses is that transgenders do not have the mental strength to be in the military. Because they are, like, too worried about about things they're going through, you know. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Which doesn't make sense to me because...
0: Yeah, because, like, maybe you're not transgender, but you have a lot of things, a lot of problems, and you can be uh-huh. heterosexual or, like, anything, and you could have the same problems as a transsexual, but just because you're a transsexual, uh-huh. you can't be in the military. I think that that's really unfair.
2: Yes, and also, I saw something that, that in fact, transgenders, like, a higher percentage of transgenders yeah. wanted to serve in the military than heterosexuals or cisgender. Uh-huh. I didn't like, know that. That's incredible. Uh-huh. And... Well, he... Like, his government... Kind of argues that... This is not a ban... On okay. transgenders. But a spokesperson from the... Pentagon... Also ag- agrees with him. Mm-hmm. And she said... She says that... That... Only new recruits... Who have... Who are currently undergoing a gender transition... Will be rejected. Like, okay. if they're currently going through that process.
0: I mean, like that's still unfair, but
2: uh-huh. I mean,
0: like we, like, and there, there are people like that are trying to fight this loss. Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: Well, I haven't really heard about it, but okay. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people disagree with this.
0: Okay. Well,
2: and the only way for, for transgenders to get accepted is just so unfair to me yeah. and it is by obeying the uniform and standards of their birth sex. Like wearing the, okay, the okay. male assigned uniform yeah.
0: for males and like that. I mean, that's, that's going against who they uh-huh, are and f- who they are as a person. uh
2: uh-huh, exactly. If this isn't a van, then okay, what is it? Like like,
0: I th- cannot imagine how these people feel when yes. they are done this. But, well, hey, I think we have to wrap it up. And thank you, Danny, for coming. Yeah. And also, Hill. And we'll see you in the next poc- in the next podcast. See thank you. you.